This After Dark podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Wendy Presser at Magical Journeys Travel is proud to be a sponsor of the After Dark Podcast Network. Whether you've been to Disney one or a hundred times, there's still lots of planning involved. Let Wendy be the one on at midnight when your window opens to get that VR guest reservation or that covers with Anna and Elsa fast pass for your own princess. Mention that you heard this ad on one of our podcasts and get $25 off your deposit with any trip package. Be sure to ask about her generous onboard credits for Disney Cruise Lines as well. Find her on Twitter at WPMagicJourneys or WPMagicJourneys.com. Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature, mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are hours and hours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Diz After Dark. I am Nick and on this week's show I am joined by uh, the coolest dude, Mr. P-Dubs Paul Washington. Hello. Uh, we are joined by uh, Mr. Dolan. Good evening. And we are... I'm not the coolest dude, obviously. Uh, you know what, I... <laughs> you knew you were on a loser this is, well, this, is a, this is a thing. As soon as you realise that you start something without preparing yourself, you then put yourself in such a hole. I was like, where I do I even go next? Terrible. <laughs> uh, and we're also joined, of course, by the lovely Miss Boston White. How are you? Hi, I'm Degwood. How are you guys? Excellent, excellent. Yeah, I'm 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 pretty good in myself. Um, it's I don't know what the web's like where you are because for those that don't know, we we actually all live in various parts of the UK so none of us are that local to each other really so I imagine the, the weather could be quite different but where I've been today it's been pretty overcast but bloody hot muggy yeah, yeah same there yeah yeah well I'm up in North Wales muggy and hot doesn't really describe it <laughs> just wet and full of shields yeah <laughs> Whereabouts in uh, in North Wales are you near? Not exact uh, location. Just, well, I want, don't want people to swamp you. You know. Yeah. Um, Where's near? Um, well, near Chester. That's in England, but just the other side of the, the border. Yeah. So yeah. Chester's about twelve miles away. All oh, right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's 
a fair few things to talk about this week. Um, and uh, I feel some anger rising in some of the team already. So with that being said, I think we should all start off the show to do each and every episode with what is everybody drinking. So, as I know he's quite desperate to tuck into his, I'll start with Mr. Dome. Me, 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 me. <laughs> so I've got another old moot cider, but this week it is strawberry and pomegranate. Strawberry and pomegranate? Yes, cheers. Only time we've ever been called fruity. Uh, mm. Amanda, what are, you, uh, what are you having this week? Well, I'm on a diet, so I'm not drinking anymore, I decided. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, well, not obviously not forever, but <laughs> for, like right now, I haven't had coffee for seven days, or a donut for seven days, and I haven't had alcohol for longer than that. Is that so why you've been yeah. Because you've been rocking in the corner of a room. <laughs> yeah. I've had caffeine migraines. Oh, they're the worst. Honestly, those first few days of not having coffee were like the worst days of my life. Yeah. I've never had anything like it. But I'm all right now. I'm feeling good. So I'm drinking water. I um Very good choice. Very good choice. Yeah. I um I remember the first time I did a juice diet and that was by far the worst like the first couple of days where you cut everything out. So you like, you know, it's all natural sugar, which is obviously, you know, not bad for you, but you lose the caffeine and everything like that. And when you, you know, I drink quite a lot of, as we know, of um, Pepsi Max and coffee. Um, so when you cut that out completely, it's, uh, yeah, it's a bugger. I remember the only thing I had on my first two days of juicing was juices, obviously, uh, water and paracetamol. Which you weren't supposed to have, but I was like, these headaches are just not doing me any good. Uh, But, as you say, after a few days, you kind of get over that hurdle, so it's not too bad. Uh, Speaking of health kicks, Mr. Peters, what are you drinking? Yeah, I'm refueling, so I've got, uh, I'm back on the chocolate milk. Chocolate milk. Bottled or canned? We don't really get canned here, do we? No, it's carton. Carton. Yeah. Such a curveball. Such yeah. a curveball. What a school way on my, on my part. A carton of chocolate milk. Um, I've, I, I remember having Yoohoo. That comes in yeah. the hand, doesn't it? Yeah. All Wasn't right. that glue? <laughs> that, that, that's you that's you. Oh, right, sorry. Slightly different, slightly different. And um, what are those Are those things called nourishments that come in cans? Yeah. Holy cow. Those things are something, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like drinking... Swim fast without anything in it. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's very, very bizarre that stuff. Um, right, well, uh, I don't want Mr. D to drink alone, so I. Whoops, I'm gonna get tired if I don't put it up. Um, I'm on my last bottle of um, Coors Light. I was going to start on the. Um, I bought some Pims yesterday because of it being so hot. Thought I'd go for some Pims and lemonade, um, but I'm the only one here for the next few days. So the lemonade will go flat. I let drink a lot of Pims, which is tempting, but I'm also working. So uh, I thought best not to. So uh, maybe for the next show, I'll be on the Pims. So chin chin, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. Huh. Right. So there's a few things that we wanted to talk about. Um, and the first one, I didn't really hear too much about this. So I'm very intrigued. So I'm going to go straight over to Amanda, throw you right in the deep end. Um... And you had some information regarding Epcot. 
Well, honestly, I've not heard much about this either. Like, there's not that many details out there because it is just a rumour. But rumours have been flying all around for the last couple of weeks while I've been absent from the show about Epcot. And I've been dying to talk about it, but I think you guys talked about it on the last episode, maybe. Mm. About all the other bits. Are you talking about planning permissions? Yeah. We did, we did to an extent, and then... What was it, the day after we put the episode out? It was kind of confirmed not to be what we thought it was going to be? We confirmed it on the episode. Oh, we did, didn't we? Yes, actually, yes, sorry yes. to lie. Yeah, so, I mean, those permit things, around, I don't know if you realise, but um, it looked like they were to do with um, the waterways in regards to the uh, the gondola system. Yeah. Rather than attractions. All right, yeah, okay, I've, I've seen the gondola, the gondola... Um construction bits but this is something that's been rumored for a little bit and now it seems like the room has got a little bit of something behind it because people seem to be pretty convinced that brazil is going to be the new country in world showcase now not only that but that's going to go between germany and italy yeah because why not try and make it at least um geographically but I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, well, I mean, that's the other like rumour I've heard. Bit. Yeah. The other rumour that I've heard is that it, Brazil might go somewhere else and that the plan is that's going to be Spain. That would make sense for that to be Spain. And that's the reason why it's all been pushed back because Spain is linked to a new film that's coming out that's also been pushed back called Gigantic. Wow. Oh, is that set in Spain, is it? <clears throat> yes. So, you, oh. so you'd have Spain, Italy and Germany all together then? Yeah. And we'd call that Axis Land, would we? <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Don't mention Zavoa. <laughs> um, it's over for you, Tommy. <laughs> I, um, I, I don't... So, so where has this come from? Where is this... I mean, obviously, I know you don't know, you didn't create this rumour, but... Because um, I, I didn't know that they were even looking to expand Epcot. Because when was the last... Wasn't the last addition to Epcot in the 80s? Like, yes. actual addition? Yeah. Or, like, re- redo of something? No, 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 no. Actual, so, like, new new land. So, mm. wasn't, like, wasn't Norway the last addition? Mm, right? I don't know off the top of my head. No. Was it Morocco? Yeah, I was thinking Morocco, but I could be wrong. No, no, I mean you could you could well be right. I mean, I, I, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I just kind of guessed at that for, for some reason. I must have read it at some point, but that doesn't mean that it was uh, that. That's true. Oh, I'm going to look it up now. Yeah, yeah I'm too. already looking. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Well, we won't all look. So there's, there's all sorts of there's been all sorts of rumours, isn't there? Yeah, it's, it's the first it's couple been of years. Right. The last few, the, honestly, last few weeks, all I've heard and all I've read yeah. every single time I go online is Epcot, 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 D23. Everything's going to be confirmed at D23. I'm counting down the days to D23 just so I know what's a lie and what's not a lie. Absolutely. And I, I, what would be really good is Ooh. if... Uh, is if, Mr. Branch. What? You you nailed it. Well, Norway. Morocco. Norway and, Morocco and Norway were not present at park opening. They were added in 1984 and 1988, respectively, so Norway was the last one. Wow. Very oh, good. 
I thought I'd read it somewhere at some point. It's very unusual for me to be a- accurate about something, but I'm not going <laughs> to stick a trumpet up my ass. Um, and, and play it, obviously. We'll leave that for Craig. We'll leave that for Craig. He'll probably be doing that on his... Uh, on I'm his sure I've year. seen that in the Mexican pavilion. <laughs> but um, it'd be very interesting if they if they live stream anything from D23, because obviously, um, I know it's obviously different, but they've been doing a lot more live streaming of things like, um, you know, events at the park. Um, they've been doing live streams of things like Star Wars Celebration. And because of the nature of the news that comes out, it'd be interesting to see what they do with D23, because I think um, there are going to be a lot of announcements. And like you said, Amanda, I mean, there's been a lot of rumours about um, this um, supposed five-year plan, mm-hmm. um, which is supposed to be, you know, all, all the rumours uh, and the people that uh, are, are kind of in the know, as it were, um, believe this five-year plan is linked to properties, to YPs being introduced into Epcot in a bigger way because uh-huh. it is the the park that lacks IPs, which has both angered and pleased people uh, in equal measures, I think, because some people hate the idea of any IPs being in Epcot um, as it not being true to its um, original plans, whilst others welcome IPs because... Um, they didn't like the undisney <laughs> nature of Epcot as well. So I can kind of see both things. Um, uh, and we talked like so. What we did talk about last week, Amanda, when we were, were trying to work out if the the plans were due to uh, attractions or, or or something else, was the rumor that um, Ratatouille is going into uh, the French Pavilion. Um, and I, in the same way that I started the rumour that it's going to be true about the third gate universe of being Game of Thrones, hashtag third gate Game of Thrones, um, that I actually believed, based on nothing except my own uh, internal theories, that it would make more sense for it to be a Beauty and the Beast attraction than there would be a Ratatouille one in the French Pavilion. I would prefer that. Mm. I think anyone that's been on Ratatouille in Disneyland Paris would also probably agree they'd rather see Honestly, a Ratatouille. I've never even seen Ratatouille. You're a little bit, you know, can you really judge it in that case then? Because your your judgment is based on you prefer Beauty and the Beast because you've seen well, Beauty and the Beast. Honestly, if I hadn't seen Beauty and the Beast and I put both films together, I would be drawn to Beauty and the Beast. Nothing about Ratatouille makes me want to watch it, honestly. I. I am one of those people that fails to see why it's so good. It, like, a lot of people love it. I uh, There's just things in it that annoy me in the actual film. And in fact, I bought the 3D release of it a few years ago, which they did for the Euro- uh, exclusively for the European market. And it's still sealed. Um, we still haven't watched it, just because I've had no urge to go, oh, I need to go and see Ratatouille in 3D. Um, because... <laughs> You know, if I watch it, and I will watch it again, obviously, that's why I bought it, but the next time I watch it will be in 3D, just so I can have that 3D experience. But there's nothing that's driving me to go, I need to watch this film now. It's it's one of my least favourite Pixar films. Um, it's not terrible, by any stretch, but it just doesn't grip me in the same way as some yeah. other films. Honestly, I've just never looked at it and thought, yeah, I want to watch that. Even... Like, I've had times where I've just sat and binge-watched Disney films, like, if I'm sick or something. Mm. And 
there's Disney films that I maybe hadn't seen before that I've watched and thought were a bit poo. But I've still never, ever, ever thought to myself, I'll watch Ratatouille. Well, I mean, it's look, it's no home on the range. Um, <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Uh, and it's probably no Oliver and Company either, actually, really. I'm trying to think of not very good Disney films. Um, I mean, it, it, as I said, it's not it's terrible. Cool. It's, still... it's live action, though. Or doing the Black Cauldron. Oh, I meant the Black Hall, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Black Cauldron. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not, it's not terrible, but it's just not as good as some of their others. There are some good bits in it, I will, I will say that, but overall I just don't enjoy it as much as some of their others. Um, but anyway, needless to say, I mean, that's what interests me about this, this rumour about Brazil, because, I mean, the only way I can see that being, having legs behind it, is there does seem to be, uh, stereotypically, lots of Brazilian tour groups. You find Disney World. Um, but as Paul said, with the rumour about Spain, that ties into a film. And you would have thought that they would be looking now to put things in place that were based more around their future productions. And I don't yeah. think there's anything coming up that's set in Brazil that I know of. Uh, no, we introduced this new princess didn't they um i'm yeah. struggling to remember her name now but she was like a uh, south american elena of yeah that's someone yeah i mean brazil is such a big part of their business now mm. it does kind of make sense from that point of view but but the thing is do does anyone believe the epcot lands represent the countries properly because i've been to norway and you know, you've I, never I, seen Anna or Elsa. <laughs> well, I only because I haven't been to the park since Frozen came out. But um, no, I mean, uh, there, there's I, I suppose there's things that kind of give you a slight Norwegian vibe, but it's very very slim in terms of how realistic it is. I don't think the British Pavilion is very representative of Britain at all. And that's another one that keeps being rumoured to have a new. Attraction in. Well, 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 that's a Jim Hill thing, isn't it? Because he was talking about Mary Poppins. And that yeah, I've had other rumours as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think those lands could really do with something because um, I just don't think they're realistic enough. I mean, don't get me wrong, it works in other ways as well because I would never go back to Morocco, but I would go back to the Moroccan Pavilion. I love the Morocco Pavilion. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. That's one of my favourites. But just don't go to Morocco. Huh. Like the Tangerine Cafe. Absolute shithole. Yeah, I've said it. I've said it. Publicly, it's terrible. Crossing the roads is like Frogger. Um, There was (laughs) so much poverty. And there's nothing wrong with poverty. But what I mean is, is the, the fact that the country allowed such a rich, poor divide uh, was just sad to see, really, really sad to see. Um and it was, just wasn't very um wasn't very clean. Um yeah, you could take the wrong turn in Morocco and, and probably be in quite a bit of trouble. Um you had to keep your wits about you. It was it had some very rough spots. But that was going into the real Morocco. If you go to Morocco and spend five days in an all inclusive resort, you'll probably have an amazing time. But that doesn't really represent the country to me. Um 
I'm quite sure we're not going to lose any listeners over that. Uh, I, I've looked, and our, our listening figures from Morocco are quite small. So uh, could just be that Prince bloke that owns the uh, the pavilion in Epcot. Could be um, him and Moroccan Mole. Um, they're the only two people I think might be affected by me saying that. Um, but yeah, Spain's an interesting one because you know with um, with the Mexican pavilion and the Brazilian potential Brazilian pavilion, you'd argue why would you need a Spanish pavilion? Because the, quite a lot of the culture is is quite similar. Because they've got a film to sell. Well, other than that, yes. <laughs> I really didn't realise that about Gigantic. Yeah, it's a, it's a story. It's basically Jack and the Beanstalk. That's right, yeah, yeah. in Spain. Oh, yeah, that was what it. would you have there, though? Like, in what would you have in a Spain pavilion? Oh, you'd have, a, you'd have the main character from Gigantic. Oh, Paul. Well, actually, I, I'm asking Mr. Dave, but I mean, anyone could have possibly done this. Has anyone ever been to the Isle of Wight? Yes. Hello, Kevin. No. Hello, Alan. Um, you could have the main character from Gigantic represented similar to the pirate at Black Gang China. Black Gang China. <laughs> yeah. You heard it here first. I knew exactly where you were going, then. <laughs> it means nothing unless you've seen it. I mean, it is quite the sight, isn't it? Let's be honest. Yeah. It is quite the sight. Um... Actually, I just Googled, um, like, Spanish landmarks, and actually, there's a lot of stuff they could put in Spain. Oh, I mean, it is. picturesque country, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but whenever I think of Spain first, I think of, like, um, it doesn't matter. No, 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 <laughs> I, no, you've, you've started, so you must finish. <laughs> like, um, like, teenage drinking holidays. Yeah, you you mean your holidays? No, not mine. I've only been to Spain one time. To be fair, it would fit right in Epcot. It would fit right in Epcot. Yeah. Look, yeah, that's true. But then when I when I googled it, I was like, actually, yeah, Spain is a very beautiful place. So there's a lot of really cool things they could put in there. Mm-hmm. And of course, it was very nearly the home to Disneyland Paris as well. Yeah. You know, if you wonder what that would have been like. Well, that's that's the thing, isn't it? They're just open, funny enough. They just opened a new theme park over there, haven't they? In Spain, a uh, Ferrari world that's um, based on the one they've got in Dubai. Yeah, it's supposed nice. to be very impressive. It's got one, a, one of the roller coasters where it goes so fast and so high you need to wear um, goggles. What? Yeah, 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 to protect your eyes. Yeah. But it's set in Spain. Yeah. Yeah, so every um, um, every car's got a little horn. You go down the uh, the drops. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and none of them have got four square corners on them. <laughs> Sorry, that's that's Spain for you. We just lost all our Spanish listeners. Right before we insult any other countries, um, Amanda, was there anything else you wanted to add to uh, the Epcot piece? Yeah, did you guys talk about Coco and the Grand Fiesta tour last week? Um, we did not, although, um, I mean, that's been something I've, again, thought about myself. So are there rumours that they're going to put a Coco thing in the Mexican pavilion? Yeah, I've been hearing it for a couple of weeks now. But mm. then I thought, actually, they just added the animatronics in there, like, last year. Of um, the three Caballeros, so... Were they not Why animatronics before? That? No, not at the end. I think they were in there and then they took them out. 
I, I don't remember them being in there before that. Yeah, I think when they first opened it, they were there because they're they're old animatronics, aren't they? They came from Disneyland. Oh no wow! Idea. I think um, might have even been the tiki rooms that they were in hmm. originally, and then they moved them to to Epcot, and then I, they took them out and refurbed them, and then they've only been back, like as you say, Amanda, for about a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. They'd put screens up to cover it up for a, for a while. Yeah, I remember the, the end screen for ages. I don't remember anything before that. The thing is, I, I wonder if the dynamic has changed after Frozen. Because Frozen was was pretty unexpected in just how successful it was, as quickly as it was. Um, and they, you know had to think about what to do. They knew they needed to do something quick. And, you know, let's be honest, I mean, the turnaround time of, um, you know, closing Maelstrom, getting it redone and reopening again was pretty damn quick, really, considering the quality of what they stuck in there. Like, it wasn't just a uh, an overlay done on the cheap. It was... They'd put some money into it. Um, and so I wonder if... You know, because, you know, at the end of the day, Coco has not been a project that they've just started. Coco, I think, was announced probably two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. I can't remember when I first heard about it. I know I know when I first heard about it, it wasn't called Coco. Because um, I think originally it was called Day of the Dead. No, 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 sorry. What's the festival it was called? Dia Stolomonitas. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that was the original yeah. title of it. Um, which isn't family friendly, really. Um, but so, do you know what I mean? Like, because of how successful Frozen was, do they now think when they're making these films, right, if it's successful, or, you know, we really believe this film's going to be successful, what can we do quickly to, to get it done? And I wonder if they're starting to work out these things as they're making the films now, rather than waiting until it's a hit and then doing so. Honestly, I think that Coco would work really, really well mm. in that space. But I do feel like they they need to do something to make the ride experience a little bit better. Is it a little bit tame for your tastes? Yeah, it is. Just jump up and down a bit. <laughs> Just rock the boat a little bit. But <laughs> I, I do feel like it, it, is, it is very, very tame. I know it's for... It's a family ride, but you kind of forget about it mm. because it, it's there's nothing really special about it. And I feel like putting in really good scenery and things like that maybe wouldn't be enough. Mm. You think it might require a bit more? Yeah, I think it, it might just need a little bit more work. And I think, honestly, Coco would deserve that. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, the thing is, I mean, it, you know, it could turn out that Coco's not a success. Um, you know, there's no reason why it shouldn't be, but there's every chance that, you know, at some point it's going to fail. Look at uh, The Last Dinosaur. You know, for a while that, you know, people thought that was going to be another big hit and you had loads of merchandise for it and they just came out and did nothing, did it? Mm. So, you know, Disney has not had a film that's done that in quite a while. I can't remember the last film that really underperformed. We probably have to be looking back before the Princess Lone and the Frog. Ranger. 
Well, I was thinking more cartoon. Yeah, live action. Like live action is a bit I was thinking Cars 2. What's that? Cars 2. No. No. Did that do good? Right. Yeah, it just was Did a it? film. Yeah, so <laughs> the thing that, Honestly, what, it was so poo. The thing, the thing with the Cars films, though, and bear in mind, we are, you know, we're three weeks into the American release of Cars 3, and we're about three weeks before we get it over here. Um, the thing with the Cars franchise is that although it's one of the lesser grossing Pixar series, the merchandise sales for it are the best. Like, they are ridiculously, ridiculously high. I find that crazy because, honestly, I've got a little brother, he's four, and he is super into Cars right now. I can, like, honestly, for the last year or so, I can't find anything Cars. You're not looking anywhere. Where, where are you looking? Are you looking at Ann Summers? I went into a Disney shop. And literally, <laughs> they had one tiny, tiny little corner, and it was all crap. Right, but people still buy it. If you go into a Toys R Us, if you go into a Tesco's, if you go into an Argos, um, they always have loads of car stuff. Smith's Toys, loads of car stuff. Always I spent 40, 50, 40, 50 euros on car stuff for Sam while yeah. we were at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. The, the car's merchandise is crazy, Amanda. You've obviously I did, I, missed when... it. I was in, um, I think I bought from Epcot last year, and it was a tiny, tiny Lightning McQueen figure, and it was $25. Jesus. I mean, the thing is, what you got to remember is that, um, you know, obviously when a new film comes out, they give more wall space, especially in Disney Store, to whatever that is. But I can tell you now, between Cars 2 coming out and Cars 3 coming out, which was a gap of... Must be about seven years or so. I can't remember when Cars came out. Was it 2011? Cars 2. So that'd yeah, be about so that'd actually be started yeah, six years. Okay. But even so, six, seven years, whatever it was, between Cars 2 and Cars 3, there has not been a single year that a toy shop hasn't been selling toys merch, uh, Cars merchandise. I honestly never see it. Toys R Us, if you go down, I mean, most, I mean, depends on the size of Toys R Us, but my Toys R Us has quite two large car aisles. And what? they always have about half an hour diverted to, um, devoted to cars. And um, that that's merchandise from the old film. And they also do like slightly newer versions of the cars. So you might get a slightly muddier Lightning McQueen or one with his tongue hanging out, or something, and like they always have them, and they charge like five or six quid for these things as well for what one single like diecast car. When I was like a little kid, like Hot Wheels and stuff were a pound, and they send these at five or six quid a pop. Yeah, crazy oh merchandise sales for cars. Look up merchandise sales for cars. It is a juggernaut, absolute juggernaut, and they will make those films. For two reasons. One, because John Lester, it's his favourite franchise. But secondly, because it will make money in toy sales. If you don't believe me, have a look at that new Sphero Lightning McQueen had done. Has anyone seen this, by the way? Yeah. Jesus Christ, it is phenomenal, but it's also 300 quid. What? Yeah. But it is like having a real Lightning McQueen. His face is all animated, his eyes are all animated, it's, it talks. It's all in sync. You control it with your phone. It's, it's amazing, but it is 300 quid. Uh, so maybe don't get your, your little brother that one. 
No. Um, not not four years old. Um, right, so one of the things that I wanted to mention uh, tonight was some news that kind of come out over the weekend. Um, and no one really seems to know um, what, what the situation is, how real this is or anything like that at all. Um, but there were rumours over the weekend that Verizon were looking to buy Disney. Now, we're only, what, a few months away from similar rumours about Apple doing the same thing. But this kind of, I think, came out of left field because has anyone ever heard those rumours before? Wait, the Verizon ones or the Apple ones? Verizon. No. Yeah, I mean, I think the Apple ones made sense and, you know, people could kind of see that because of the relationship. But I, I never heard of Verizon coming into the, the picture at all. Nah. Like, to actually buy Disney? That's what that's what the rumours are saying. That's or saying. to, like, to have some kind of partnership with them. A partnership, I could say, buying them, I can't say. Yeah, no, it, it, it suggested a deal. It suggested what? a deal, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's kind of been degraded now. Like, some market analysts are now saying that it's probably uh, a low probability of it happening. Uh, but it was certainly certainly there. Um, they reckon that um, Disney's worth about $170 billion. What? What's Verizon? Verizon, Verizon is worth more than that. Really? Yeah, apparently so. I think I read somewhere it was about 180, 190 billion. Um, I mean, that's the thing. Like that, that in itself suggests that they they couldn't they couldn't do it if they wanted to, because they may be bigger, but they're not big enough. No. Um, and maybe you know, maybe they were eyeing up bits of Disney. I don't know. Um, you know, we talked a few weeks ago after the Disneyland Paris buyout that. Um, in fact, I don't know what we mentioned these on the show. This might have been offline, but um, there are rumours going about that now Disneyland Paris... Sorry. Now that the Disney company owns Disneyland Paris, that they were looking to potentially rent that out to a third party mm. to run for them. Such as, like, a Merlin Group type of company. I hope not. The Merlin Group were dreadful. I'm not saying not. I'm, I'm definitely not saying that's what I'd like to see. <laughs> I'm just saying that was the kind of that that's the rumours I've heard from some quite reliable I, sources that that I honestly can't say it. Well, because the, the the background to this is that people are suggesting that Disney are looking to step back from owning the, and operating the theme parks because they're just not financially viable enough. Now, we've seen the prices increase year on year, but we've also seen attendance dip. And those parts cannot be cheap to manage. Um, so that would, you know, if they if they manage to get somebody else to look after them for them, um, they'd have a, you know, it'd be less financial responsibility for them at the same time. But we saw what happened in Disneyland Paris. Do you really want that to happen? You know, it's your brand at the end of the day you're trying to protect. So I... I, I can't see it happening, but the, the people I was getting that information from were really reliable. So, therefore, who am I to, to kind of argue? Um, either way, 
it'd be interesting to see it, you know exactly what the interest was because Verizon, from what I know, are kind of into communications. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit like when Comcast bought Universal, like it didn't seem to make too much sense on paper, but I think to me Disney's such a big brand, you know, that. It, it, it's bigger than a, a kind of universal acquisition or something like that. It's uh, it's quite strange. But do you think we are in an age where it's very possible that Disney could be bought by somebody? And normally that's when a company's in trouble, you know? And that's mm. obviously not the case. Um, but it just, it, I don't know, it just, just seems weird. Yeah, like it does. Uh, I don't know. I can't wrap my head around that. I don't know why they why they would. I just think it's the uncertainty with obviously Bob Iger coming towards the end of his his reign. I think I think people are looking at it and going, well, maybe they're a company that are a bit unstable. They can't seem to find anybody to replace him. I'll do it. <laughs> uh, I think we'd all do it. I think, uh, I think most of us do a pretty good job of it at all. To be honest, you have to question some of the uh, the ideas that have come out of the House of Mouse of recent years. Mm. Um, well, the theme park fans would like us. Bring back Horizons. Some of other them. Things. Some of them would do. <laughs> yeah, the P&L wouldn't look good after a couple of years. But, <laughs> and that's something to worry about in the future. Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about tomorrow when you've got to think about today. That's what I say. Ooh. As long as we keep making Star Wars films, we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, we have to make Star Wars films that keep their directors. Hmm, they would have a new Scottish character. (laughs) (laughs) Mark Taggart. Um, (laughs) Han Mick Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Haggis Mick Solo. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's I think we're in interesting times because I think you you might have um, you might have a point there, Paul, about the fact that there seems to be some uncertainty, because is this Iger's first or second extension? Second. That's what I thought. I thought it was more than yeah, one. Yeah, he extended it so he covered Shanghai. Mm. So you were still there when that opened, and then after that they still couldn't find a replacement, so they extended it again. Yeah. It just, uh, yeah, they just, as you say, just can't seem to find somebody that's willing to step up. It's a big responsibility, I get that. But he's he's turned things around a lot. Um, I think it really takes somebody with no clear vision to make it fail. You know? I, I look, at the end of the day, my only requisite for whoever comes in is to make sure we get a third Tron film. That's all I'm asking. Don't even have to give it a big budget, it's fine. Just, 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 just tie it up. That'll do. I'm pleased. Um, okay, so I think, yeah, that, I, I mean, you know, at this moment in time, we have to kind of consider that as a rumour. There doesn't seem to be enough to reinforce that as being something that's definitely going to be happening. Um, but, uh, you know, it'd be wrong to not to not mention that it happened. So, uh, yeah. Um, Disney Quest finally closed yesterday. I think we saw that. Honestly, uh, I feel like Disney Quest has been on the verge of closing for about five years. It has. Well, it has, yeah. 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 That's so, I, honestly, <laughs> I feel like every six months it's like, yep, 
definitely closing next month, 100%. So I didn't believe there was actually closing until it closed. Well, we did talk about it in the last show, and, you know, we kind of said the same thing, especially because um, what didn't come out of that is that, you know, originally when they when they first announced the closure day, um, they'd also said that the NBA experience was going to be moving in to that building, uh, which had been the rumour a few years before. But that now looks like that's not happening. So what? it sounds like they've closed Disney Quest and the tenant that was supposed to be going in may now not be going in. Oh, God. So we could be seeing a massive elephant in... Uh, I mean, not literally. That would be more impressive than an empty building in Disney Springs. But, um, yeah, it could well be that that, that happens. Okay. So this NBA experience, was this going to be another restaurant? Uh, it was going to have eating in there. Honestly, I feel like what Disney Springs shopping. needs is not another restaurant. Completely agree. I don't. Well, I said I think it was going to be more than just you know. It wasn't going to be a replica of NBA City or whatever it was called. What was it called? NBA City. It was going to be NBA City. Mm. I don't, I didn't think it was just going to be that. I think it was going to be more like you know. It was going to obviously going to have a, a massive shop in there, probably the biggest <laughs> NBA shop in the world or something. Um, I would imagine it would have had basketball courts inside as well um i would imagine possibly something like a hall of fame permanent hall of fame uh, i don't think it'd have been a restaurant like they had at universal i think it would have had uh, eat, like somewhere to eat in there because you know everywhere does but i don't think it would have been a, a full-on restaurant like they they had before um mm. at the end of the day there's got to be a reason why they closed down at universal location and you can't tell me that the rent at City Walk would be less or much less than what it would be at Disney Springs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you if you close up shop, that's because you're not making money. You're not going to... i got to say, though, I, I do agree with Amanda, though. You know, it, it needs... Disney Springs is really good. I think they've done a great job of it, but it needs something else there from an entertainment point of view. Yeah, it just needs... they got enough shops. Yeah, no yeah. more shops, no more restaurants. It just well, needs... I disagree. I disagree. I think it needs Virgin Megastores to reopen. I'd be happy with the Virgin Megastore opening again because I it would be great. I love that place. Love, love, love that. I, I think you need a, a like an indoor theme park with lots of different sort of indoor games. That would be a great idea. As and, a concept. Yeah, and what you, I suppose what you could do is, um, because because virtual reality seems to be quite popular at the moment. So you could it probably does. have a few of those kind of things. Um, yeah. But that's quite modern. So maybe yeah. you might want to have something a little bit more, um, how do the kids say, Amanda, retro? Um, retro. So maybe some Vintage. Like, yeah, some of those arcade machines you used to get at the seaside. That's an idea. Stuff. Yeah. Oh, and you could like put loads of them on different floors. And you can nah, think different sections. You don't think it'll work? Yeah. Well, I think it worked, but it never happened. Okay, okay, fair enough. I think they should have um, a, a villains type place that just sells Halloween stuff all year. Like they, the way they have the Christmas shop, I think they should have a Halloween shop. Uh, all year? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the latest dates for Mickey's Not So Scary? It pretty much yeah. is all year now. <laughs> well, there you go. I'll fit right in. Stop. The 25th of August to the 1st of November. It'll start it in... now spans four months. It'll start in June next year. Yeah. You heard it here oh. first. 
Um, yeah, the fourth of Halloween. <laughs> it is. It is quite. I mean, I love Halloween, but I mean that is a little bit over the top. Um, yeah. I mean, what about what about like a massive indoor kind of play center type thing? I'm thinking like soft play kind of places. There's mm-hmm. not really much of kids down there, is there? No. It is honestly all restaurants and all shops. They, oh my they God. It's, I've got it's it. different. I've got it. Right? What's better than kids soft play? Um, uh, everything. No. <laughs> Adult soft play. Um... Well, no, well, well, the, the, the apprehension there is disgraceful, right? <laughs> Are you telling me, as a full-grown adult, if you I'm had... I'm not full-grown. Well, okay, you've, you've reached your permanent height. But <laughs> as an adult, how about that? You're an adult. As an adult, are you telling me if somebody didn't make a massive ball pit for adults, you would be interested in diving into that? Yeah, I would, by right? myself. Or with people that were also my size. But I don't want to be jumping into a ball pit with, like, a big, like, six-foot-tall, 45-stone man. Right, Craig is not here to defend himself, number one. Yeah. So that. <laughs> <laughs> I ignore the weight bit. Craig's not 45-stone. But, come on, that wouldn't be fun to you? And so what you could do, because it's big enough, you could have some of it sectioned off into a kid's soft play area with kid-sized things, and then you could have a massive adult one. Like, we have one in London that is uh, a massive room that's uh, like it's been turned into a giant ball pit for adults, and they serve cocktails and everything. Right? That, to me, is fun. And they do, yeah. they do clean the balls every night. Okay, that's what I was going to say, yeah. because I could imagine if they're serving cocktails, that ball pit would be full of sick. Yeah. They have got um, they've got some special machine which they feed the balls into and it cleans all the balls ready for the next session. So, yeah, it, you know, I'd already I'd already covered all bases in regards to that. <laughs> um, but that would be fun, though, and, and that is something different. Honestly, I'd take anything different at Disney Springs. Or what's right really now. popular at the moment? Trampoline parks. Yes. Now, I've not been to Tramp... I still haven't been to Trampoline Park, even though I now live in an area that has more, uh, like, trampoline parks than Starbucks. Um, what if they had... Um, what's that What's that part that they have at, at Magic Kingdom where they have all the villains there? Mickey's not so scared? Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. No, they ha- they have it like through the year, and it's it's like an extra ticketed event. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The villains soiree, uh, something like that. Um, they could just have things like that all the time. It could be like one big functioning room type thing, and they could have it's all that, different parties. It's that hell of a size server function room, though. Well, what? they have different levels, so they could have like the villains one on the bottom, and then they could maybe have like how they do the Incredibles one in Magic Kingdom. They could do something like that. Or maybe and just stick a bloody nightclub there. What a massive permanent haunted house of some of some description. Yeah, honestly, anything villainy, Halloweeny, haunty. I'm down for like, it. You mean like um, the passage of terror? Anything with Eenie on the end, basically. Yeah. yeah, at the end. Yeah, like the like the passage of terror. 
Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Um, Zombie laser quest. Zombie laser quest. Oh my quest. god, yeah. That's what they could do. Yeah, they, they got, got one, one, one of those. Level. They got one in Orlando. There's one in Orlando. Yeah. Um, oh my god. They could have a villain's escape room, villain's laser tag, the villain's dance party, now, and then a big I, Halloween shop. I don't want to point anything out, Amanda. Okay. Don't taste the wrong way. But I seem to think the only ideas you have contain the word villain in it somewhere. They could could have a villain's McDonald's. um, They could have a villain's pub. You know, just like whatever. But but going back, right, to like the old days of the original downtown Disney, um, what about a club? Mm -hmm. Adventurous club. The, this, the world's biggest this is what I'm thinking for my villain's place no kids are allowed it's, it's like laser quest nightclub but the thing is, what quest. who are you going to shoot at if you don't have any kids um so. smaller adults oh yeah Amanda good luck finding smaller adults than you <laughs> unless you're going to go to like Mexico and like get some of the mini wrestlers that they have yeah, you're I'll not going to find anyone um but you know maybe that Maybe, like, go back to, like, a nightclub concept. I mean, that building, you could probably turn it into, and I've got one... Oh, sorry, I had one in, in, in town where I live. Uh, there was one club that was in a massive warehouse, um, and it was actually four nightclubs. And each nightclub had a different theme and a different type of music. So one would be garage music, one would be house music, one would be, like, cheesy pop music. Um, and you could just walk through... Uh, and you, and the thing is, you couldn't hear because of how loud the music is. You couldn't hear what was going on in the next club, so you had to kind of walk through a set of yeah, doors no. and then walk into like an open path or whatever. And then you would be able to go into Hello? another set. Can you not? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. Hello. I think Mister Mister D's got a bit funny because um, he's just saying hello, like he's Lionel Richie. Um, but it then gives you. You know, you can then go into a club that suits you. So if you're not liking the music in one club, you can go into another club. And I think that's something that's lacking in Disney Springs. Well, I've just changed my mind completely. And I feel like now, actually, what they need is a museum. Because I was thinking to myself while you were talking, I always think that I want to go to Disney Springs. And then I think, actually, no, I don't, because it is just shops. And I'm just going to spend loads of money on pointless stuff. Yeah. That I don't need to. Or I'm going to walk around for two hours like, shall I eat here? Shall I eat here? I don't know. It's all restaurants. So I feel like if they did a huge Disney museum and they could bring in all the stuff that they have in storage that they've had in different exhibits and stuff like that, that would be awesome. And I would go to Disney Springs for that. Well, I mean, there is always those rumours, isn't there, that they're going to get rid of um, One Man's Dream. Mm. So if they got, and you know, I think most people, even though, yes, they could probably use that space for another attraction or something. I think everyone feels that that's quite an important thing to have. Mm-hmm. So if they were going to remove that because they were going to put something like that into downtown Disney, into Disney Springs, I think that would be an acceptable compromise, especially as. It would be something you'd need. You wouldn't need necessarily to have a, um, like a ticket for for the parks. 
Exactly. You might have to pay to get into it, which is fine, yeah, but what I mean is you I could do it independently. The same way that Disney Quest was, I, I, I don't know because um, Disney Quest's always been included in the tickets that we've bought from what I can remember the last few years, but didn't you have to pay to get into Disney Quest? Yeah, you could get it on your ticket. Most of the tickets are included, but if you didn't, then, yeah, you could just pay to go in. Yeah, so you could... Maybe the British tickets would get this museum included in the same way Disney Quest was, but if not, I'd be willing to pay to go into a Disney museum. Yeah. But I think it only has some kind of attractions in it. Because yeah, it it one stream isn't usually that busy. So if it's not a separate thing, um, you know, if it's got some attractions, then, then fine. It would pull people in, but it's got a, something unique, I think. Yeah. They could even bring back the Animation Academy. Yeah, that's a good and idea. Put that into there. Like they could, it's such a big space that they could make it amazing, mm-hmm. and it could be filled with all the Disney treasures that everybody wants to see. And yeah. I think that, I, actually, I think that I've had a really good idea there. You're welcome, Disney. <laughs> mm. I quite like to see, you know, with, with the sort of virtual reality and 3D screens and things like that, it'd be quite good to to see, like, um, you know, past rides, but virtual versions of past rides. So, yeah. like, a motion simulator, but you could see Horizons or Mr. Toad's Wild Ride or, you know, whatever. Um, but you could ride different rides, almost like uh, the Star Wars ride, where it, you go in and you don't know what it's going to be, you know? Yeah. Something like that. And then maybe even the raids that were imagined but never actually came to pass. Exactly. They could do so much with this. It would be the best ever. No, I think. Or we could just go there and buy a lot of basketballs. (laughs) And jerseys. Yeah. Everything jerseys. Any burgers. Now, um, before we get on to what's probably the most important news of the show... Say the best for last, Mr. Uh, Mr. P-Dubs. There is some other big news that we've completely ignored that we should have really probably covered um, because this could have a significant knock-on effect, going back to Epcot, is the fact that Siemens um, are to end... I'm, I'm 34 in a few weeks. Um, are to end their sponsorship with the Walt Disney Company. Now, this has two major knock-on effects, of course. Because Siemens sponsor what Epcot attractions? Spaceship Earth. Oops. That's right. And what else do they sponsor? Illumination. That's right. Two for two. Very good. Um, so the rumours. Now, I don't know why everyone now thinks this is going to be the case, but people are worried that because they're putting their sponsorship, that we will see the end of Spaceship Earth and Illuminations? Um, honestly, I don't feel like it will have any impact at all on to Spaceship Earth. I do think that, honestly, I don't think it would actually have that much of an impact on Illuminations either. However, I feel like it might make Epcot potentially think about having a little refresh of Illuminations and doing something different. How long has Illuminations been going on for now? Um, 
Don't know a long time. It started when Norway was first introduced. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, it's been there a long time, hasn't it? I mm. think Illuminations might have actually lasted longer than Wishes. It did. So, I mean, that, so that Wishes was 13 years, wasn't it? So it's got to be around 15 years plus. Well, it's worth if I remember rightly, it was Illuminations when we first went there in 98, so... Wow, that's wild. Double-check that. Okay. Um, 1999. Oh, there you go. So I wonder what was uh, the first year we went there. Hmm. It was uh, villainy Illuminations. <laughs> uh, Halloween <laughs> villains, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, so if it was 99, so that's come up to 18 years. Um yeah which is a bloody long time for a show. Um, and I've, I've got to be honest, I I never saw the love for Illuminations. I thought it was good. But I know, and I know it's controversial, which is fine. But to me, Wishes always had a much more, a, a much bigger impact emotionally um, than I ever found with Illuminations. I'm going to say something real controversial then. I'd rather watch Illuminations than Wishes. That is pretty controversial. I know, sorry. But but the thing is, like, Illuminations is very beloved. Very beloved. I, I think... Yeah, they, they both are, really, aren't they? It's like, uh, it's like having two kids and you've got to choose between one of them. Well, I, no, as we pointed out on the last show, we can actually, most of us <laughs> at least, can pick the child that we prefer. Um... But yeah, but you don't tell the other one. Absolutely not. Under no circumstances. Um, my mum always tells everyone that I'm her favourite. <laughs> that's yeah, what, she, when that's you're what she tells you. She tells everyone. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> she told me that she's like, uh, the best. Uh, it's like Bruce Forsyth I... and Strictly Come Dancing. Oh, you're my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Says it to everybody. Same with the producers. Um, but, um, yeah, so, you know, personally... I don't like like you, Amanda. I can't see why this sponsorship ending will have that much of an impact. Rides don't yeah. close because they lose a sponsor. Well, they've had loads of sponsors over the years, haven't they? Spaceship Earth, has. Spaceship, yeah, yeah, yeah. And most of their tracks I mean, have. I mean, even like that... Test Track was. I mean, it's it's General Motors now, isn't it? Or is it uh, Chevrolet. Chevrolet. Chevrolet, yeah. But it was General Motors before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and, and all right, maybe it's the same. You know, overall company, but the fact is, it's got a different branding. Um, Kodak has sponsored uh, that pavilion in Epcot. The um, mm-hmm. the Imagination Pavilion. That's the one, and I'm sure yeah. that's not been the only sponsor either. So, um, lots of attractions have sponsors and then don't have them. It happens. Mm. Well, I mean, not that the NBA aren't sponsoring Disney Quest or replacing that. You could just paint. Spaceship Earth, orange. Ah, <laughs> oh, beautiful. I'm just saying, we had a yeah. one there, so why the hell not? Absolutely. That's a basketball. Yeah. Oh, wow. No, I'm with you. Mr. D, you were actually right about saying Illuminations in 98. Yeah. There's been four different versions. Oh, bloody hell. There was Illuminations 25, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Walt Disney World. No, then they did, a sec- they did a second version of that halfway through the year. That then reverted to Illuminations 98, which is what you would have seen. Right. And then in 99, it, it reverted to Reflections of Earth. What? All right. So I've probably got, I probably, 
being the 19 or 90s geeky video boy that I was, I've probably got a video of that. I feel like I will definitely have videos of Epcot fireworks, but I just don't know what they are. But anyway, I just don't see why it would make anything change at all with Spaceship Earth. Like, I I actually don't understand. I mean, people are saying the same thing about, because, is it, um, oh, what's the, what's the, the TMC? Is that, mm-hmm. is that yeah. who's right? Yeah. Oh, TCM. TCM, sorry, Turner Classic Movies, isn't it? Yes. That's right. Um, they, their sponsorship is ending this year, and people think that's going to be the end of the great movie ride. Now, that might be the end of the great movie ride, but that won't be down to the sponsorship deal ending. I, no, I feel think... like, has this been the shortest sponsorship ever? Was the great movie short, ride? Yeah. It's going to be a couple of years, isn't it? Yeah, I think two years. Yeah, I think it was just thought. to cover it until they could knock it down. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think I do think that a great move ride is going to go. You don't I hope not. But with... I hope. I hope they got it. I mean, does villains? Yeah. It will become a villains movie movie ride. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that'll just I... be one big blank wall for them to do all the projection shows onto. True. Uh-huh. Well, I hope they just replace the guts of it. There's so many good films they could put on there. Yeah, they could make the great movie ride absolutely amazing if they really mm. tried. Well, you know what they, yeah. you know what the rumor was originally when they first great Mickey ride. No, I'm not at that one. Yeah, that's that's the rumor that that's what it's going to become. It's going to be you'll go through the story of Mickey driving oh. Willie. Oh, sorry, you're talking about what's going what it's going to become. Yeah, but the the rumor was it was the great Muppet ride. Yeah. And it was going to be Muppets for the movies. Yeah. Which, for anyone that grew up on Muppet Babies, was like a dream come true. Because Muppet Babies was just essentially the Muppets being put into films. Wasn't it, really? Um, so I, I would have loved that, personally. Um, but uh, even, the, even the movies that they did, you know, like Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, you know. There were a few unique ones, but... Oh, yeah, but no, they've had stuff like they've had Kermit as Indiana Jones and yeah. stuff like that. That's what it would have been, and that would have been that would have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so look, I think we've we've gone on long enough and avoiding the other elephant in the room, which the red-headed is... one, <laughs> the red-headed <laughs> elephant. So um, I am now going to uh, do this. Like the blue touch paper and stand well back. Well, who who isn't upset? Hang on, hang on one Nick, second. Please. I just I just played the soapbox music through my ears, <laughs> very very loud, um, and I realised no one else could hear it. So I'll change that in post. It's Soap Dishes But Paul, I'll let you. Here's my soapbox. Stand on it. Knock yourself out. I'm going to. Look, I know it's meant the world is meant to be proper and correct these days. But come on, that ride has been there. It's 50 years. It's meant to be of that time why do you need to change it now 
I completely agree that great make the redhead a pirate at some point. That was the original plans. Do that somewhere else in the ride. Don't take out one of the most iconic characters that you've got in there. You've used it on merchandise. You've used it on God knows what. You've used it. You've even used it in the films. Why take her out now and change her completely? I just, I, and I'm sure this is going to rile people up because I know there's people out there that really agree with the change. I just, I don't see the reasoning behind it after all these years. So, what is it that's got you so angry? It's just the fact that they're changing such a, a classic scene that is possibly the biggest scene in the ride for most people. And I just, I just don't see the need to do it after all this time. It's, me it's meant to be portraying that era. And if you change it like that, then you're not anymore. You're just, you're just playing up to the, the crowd. For me. How does it make you feel, Paul? Yeah, it, it's genuinely annoyed me. It's, it's that one ride. Everybody has that one ride that they think shouldn't be changed. And this, for me, is it. Would it be fair to say you feel like, arg? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I actually think she's she's a hubba hubba. <laughs> Not the bubble gum. No. Uh, the correct answer, Paul, of course, uh, to, to my question was, it makes you mad. Um, but um, uh, is, is that what you wanted to say on, on, on Pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Then in that case, uh, I'm going to hit the music again. It's Soap Dishes Soap uh, I'm now going to knock you off that soapbox and just move it back to where I am. I'm going to step on the soapbox for a second. Um, I love Pirates of the Caribbean. It's one of my favourite attractions. Um, it's one that the family all enjoy. And I, you know, obviously I heard about the change. I don't give a toss. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on what it is. But for me, I just don't care. And I don't understand why it's got people so upset. You 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 put your your, your point there, Paul, and I and I get that. Uh, to be honest, I mean your your kind of vitriol was quite mellow compared to what I've seen some people sprouting out yeah. since the announcement. If I'm completely honest, I think people have gone way, way over the top. Um, to everybody that says that Pirates is supposed to be a reflection of what was happening in that time period and that they should have messed about with history, I just will point out to you the skeletons of the mermaids <laughs> in the same attraction. Um... If but again, that was an original plan. They were in the original plans for Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not disputing that. But what I'm saying is, is that they weren't real. No. So, I mean, the, the thing is, none of, you know, it's, is it historically accurate? No, it's not. Um, we, we'd all love to think that there was a dog holding a set of keys to free some pirates. But can we for certain say that actually happened? I don't know. Uh, imagine if they took that dog out. That would have... That... That would probably uh, cause me to erupt. I'll, I'll be that honest. That would break well, the well, internet. Well, I'm sorry, but you know that dog's been there for decades now. That 
you know, that is definitely cruelty to animals. The dog has got the dog, Remove the dog. Got to be treated better than that. Maybe it's one. It's like when you watch a dog in a, in a TV program. Maybe it's one of like an army. Yeah. And I just replace it with a similar looking dog every few years. <laughs> to be fair, he gets a walk every day in the Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Very good point. Um, I it just it just doesn't bother me enough. Like you know, if the announcement was that they were taking, uh, they, they were changing the ride, so it was going to be the Shanghai version. I would understand why people would be sarping arms. I think that Shanghai version of Pirates of the Caribbean looks amazing. I really cannot wait to get over there at some point in my life. I hope to get over there and be able to go on that attraction. I really do. I think it looks amazing. But if you said I could have that as a replacement to the existing Pirates, I probably would uh, tell you to do one. Because... I think it is such an iconic ride, and it works so well in Shanghai because they haven't got it, and they've got they haven't got the history of it. But if you was changing the ride completely in that same spot, that I'd have a problem with. This to me is a cosmetic change. Is it done for PC reasons? Probably. I mean, Disney haven't actually explained themselves, have they? There's been no announcement as to why it's happened. There's not even been an official announcement. Well, I mean, the only announcement that I've seen has been this has happened in Disneyland Paris, which has been down for a refurb for, what, six months or so by this point? Yeah. Um, and we knew they were going to change a few of the things. They're putting Johnny Depp in there, for example, and they put the other part of the Caribbean movie animatronics and effects that are done in the other parks. But this was the first confirmation they changed that scene. And you're right, they haven't actually... Uh, that I've seen announce it's definitely going to be happening to the other parts. That is what people have assumed, is that over the next year, that the other parks will have that scene changed. But I think you're right, it hasn't actually been officially confirmed that that is the case. Um, I just, it doesn't, know, I just, it doesn't bother me that much. But... They're not taking her out. That, that's the thing. Yes, they're yeah. changing her her reason for being there and the reason for that scene but they're not taking her out. But will it still stay the line? That's the no, question. I don't think it will. Like how how could it say that line? No. I don't think it can. I think that's what people are most angry about. I've got, yeah. I think because I've because the one I've been on the most amount of times by a long shot has been the Disneyland Paris version, in which I think it's said in French. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I, I've never really been that attached to the line anyway. You know, if I'd been going on to, I, I think I've been, I went on Pirates, I think once, maybe twice, in in Florida. I think the first time we went, it was down for the upgrade to the the movie uh, bits, and the second time we went out there, um, it was all there. Like they, they, you know, all the effects were in and everything like that. Um, so I, I don't have, and maybe that's why. Maybe that's why it doesn't bother me because I don't have that attachment with the lion. I, you know, have the attachment of that scene I suppose and the characters in that scene 
but for you to change the context of it doesn't bother me all that much. That to me is no more sacrilege than putting Johnny Depp in there. That, and <laughs> don't get me wrong, that's I can see why. Yeah, I think it is just the the concept of of why they're changing it and everything that's that's getting people wound up. I mean, we uh, are we are in a very strange time, aren't we? With you know yeah. the whole millennial movement and people being accused of being snowflakes and i get that but i think i would love to hear an official explanation as to why it's been done and we won't ever get one um i well, I, I don't know the thing is this could be something they announced at d23 the fact that they haven't actually announced this change is happening yet could be because it will be something that's addressed publicly um, and for all we know, we might they might pull out some bit of artwork from the original ride concept that says, this is what the scene was supposed to be like, and in the end we went with this scene and we're changing it back to where it should have been. Because who knows, yeah, that's there was the case. Meant, there was meant to be a scene later on in, in the ride. Yes, yes, no, you're, you're right. And they took it out. Yeah, mm. yeah, you're right. I do, I do, I, I do, I am aware what, of that. With the same with the same red head? Yes. yes. So, so what? Basically, she was playing the pirates. All right, okay. That she was basically wanting herself to be sold. Yes. So she could take over. Yeah. Right. I like that. Yeah, and I think that's, a, I think that's you know, by not having that scene in it, it then changes, you know, if you had both scenes in there, it would change the complete story. Yeah. Uh, by having that one scene in there as it is now, you are led to think of one thing. So but then also, like, I'm going to start with the fact that I have a real love-hate relationship with Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, wow. sometimes I really love it, sometimes I can't stand it, and it makes me really, really angry. But only since they've made the changes to the boats, where now if you sit on the front row, you get absolutely soaked in Magic Kingdom. Um... Because one time after that, I was stuck on the boat for 40 minutes with my feet in a puddle next to the same animatronic that kept just being like, here, kitty, kitty, kitty. And I was like, if I hear this line one more time, I'm going to cut this animatronic's head off. <laughs> so now I, I don't like Pirates Caribbean very much now, but I was still upset when I heard that they were going to take this scene out. But with you just saying that there was this whole other scene, I like that idea. I think that would make the ride better if they had both. Mm. But I just don't understand the concept of taking the scene out when you've got a scene of the pirates setting the town on fire. Like, if they're doing naughty things in every bit of the ride. I don't understand what, what makes this bit different. Yeah. Just close the whole ride down if it's so offensive. Yeah, as I said. Obviously don't, because sometimes <laughs> I do like it. But <laughs> what I'm saying is, why is this different? Yeah, I think, as Paul said, I think you want to know why. And I think there should be an announcement as to why. I don't like... Um, I don't like the fact that they can just go and change things. That's, that's what I hate about Star Wars. 
is the fact that George Lucas just decided, you know what, I'd have done those differently now, so I'm going to change them. Oh, oh, what, you, you, like, you like the original ones that I did? Yeah, well, I don't, so tough, you're not going to see them again. You know, just going in there and making the change because you can. Yeah. There's, I, I don't like that. I don't no. like that element of it. So with you, I'm completely with you on that regard, Paul. Um, and that's why I think that's what's going to be crucial. If they come out and say, we've made this change in Paris, we're making this change globally, the reason behind it is this. Okay, may not, uh, you may not agree. That still might not make you happy. But at least you'll have a, uh, an understanding of the logic. At the moment, we haven't got that. We have just got changes being made and no one seems to know why. But they did already make a change a few years ago, didn't they? Yeah. That the woman now chases the pirate instead. Yeah, because they used to have the pirate chasing the woman, didn't they? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that, actually. And don't get I thought started. I was going crazy when, when they changed that. I was like, um, what? Don't get me started on the stupid name that they've renamed the, the restaurant in Pirates of the Caribbean Holy and Pirates shit. as well. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. I don't know if you know about this, Amanda, but um, it, the restaurant at the Pirates ride is called the Blue Lagoon. Uh-huh. Um, and you've not been to Paris, yeah. have you? So you don't know. But obviously when you start the ride... The first, I've been to Paris, but not for a long time. Okay, so like when you go on Pirates of the Caribbean, the first bit, the first section you come to when you're on the boat before the ride starts is you go past the restaurant. And you can wave to people waiting to eat their uh, their fish meals. Um, and has it like? And Paul, you'll have to correct me here. Is it called Captain Jack's Restaurant? Yes. For fuck's what? sake. Yeah. Yep. That's it. That's yep. it. That's the stupidest name I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. It it's is... getting really confusing. You've got like Captain Jack, Skipper Jack, or Skipper Canteen. Is it is it Captain Jock? It should be. No, is that is that what it's called in? Is that the no, place? It's just Jock Lindsay. Jock Lindsay. Yeah, I thought we were going back to the Scotch characters <laughs> taking over. But I mean, is there any truth that the redhead is going to be replaced by a blonde because they because they couldn't get his animatronic in the Hall of Presidents? Great <laughs> wall. Very inexpensively on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. Mark my words. When you get these shares, that, and that's what the animatronic's going to say. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Amanda, we decided last week's show that um, when when they get rid of that Trump uh, animatronic at the end of his presidency, they're going to stick it in the Mexican pavilion. Uh, hey, right. you know what? They could because they've got the restaurant in the Mexican pavilion, haven't they? They could yeah, stick yeah. The, Donald Trump, the Donald Trump animatronic there in the same Call it the way. Donald Trump restaurant. <laughs> Donald Trump's restaurant. No, I was thinking they could have him outside the entrance as you go into the restaurant, just like they used to have Wurzel Gummidge at Harvester restaurants in the UK. Do people remember that? Yes. No. No. Yeah, I had, I couldn't, I, I didn't go to Harvester. Have you been to Harvester before? I hadn't gone to Harvester restaurant until I was probably in my mid to late teens. Because when I was a kid, they had these really scary looking animatronics of Aunt Sal 
and Wurzel Gummidge. Google it if you don't know who I'm talking about. And they waved really creepily as you walked into the restaurant. Um, and I just, I'd always make an excuse as to why I didn't want to go to Harvester. So I only went to Harvester's once they took them out. Yeah, true story. So there you go. You could have Donald Trump uh, waving you into the Mexican restaurant where you can have a, a Trumpito or Trumpadillas. Or, uh, and of course, what does Mexican food do? Gives you the drums. Gives you the drums. Donald. Yeah. There you go. Okay, well... Those are the Donalds. <laughs> well, I think, I think we've covered everything that's going on. Um, unless, actually, Amanda, who's going to do it for um, the second yeah. week in a row, so we can't do that again, uh, we did get some questions from some of our, and comments from some of our listeners, which was supposed okay. to read out last week's show and failed. So Honestly, I'm just going to be real, that 90% of these questions were about Epcot, and the IP is in Epcot, and what we'd do to make Epcot good. To sort Epcot out. Make Epcot uh, great again. And permits files for a new attraction behind fans. Could it be Ratatouille? Okay, so I think that we've covered all of this. Yeah. But there is one that I know that we definitely haven't covered, and that's from Alex Treen. And he says, Publix or Walmart, any difference? Just planning on where to stop before we head to our resort. Yeah, that's not an answer, Paul. <laughs> it's way better than the other two. So, what did you say? Windexo. What's that? Have you never been what? to a Windexo? No. What, oh, the, what, the, what the hell is a Windexo? It's a Red Dex Publix. <laughs> yeah! You who, boy? Basically. Yeah. Wow. Actually, to be fair, Walmart is a Red Dex Publix. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Um, I've got to be honest, Alex. I I prefer Target of all of them. I okay. love Target. Yeah, I think Target is far better than Walmart. Uh, Target, darling. Target. Yeah, Target. Especially if you go to a Super Target. Yeah. Because um, there's a few of those as well. I mean, there's some. I mean, you know, going to a Walmart is a rite of passage, absolutely, and you should go to Walmart. But I just think Target have better selections of stuff. I think their clothing's yeah, but, better. But Walmart, Walmart's the only place where you can get a packet of Twinkies and a 12-gauge shotgun <laughs> in your trolley in the same shop. Ah, uh, the Target not sell guns? Nah. No wonder they're going down the pan. Mm. Yeah. And I don't think but I've seri- been in a Publix, actually. I've been to Walgreens. Seriously, I think the difference between Publix and Walgreens... Uh, uh, sorry, Walmart. Publix is basically a supermarket, whereas Walmart is a lot more than a supermarket. If you get the big ones, they've got groceries, but if you want to buy like almost anything else, you can get it in Walmart. So if you've never been before, it's quite a big difference between the two of them. Walmart, Walmart does sell everything, doesn't it? I mean, yeah, you know, we made the joke about guns, but yeah, I mean, you can you could live in a Walmart. Yeah. You could easily live in a Walmart because they... Think people are. <laughs> You'd never know. It's a, it's a good episode of The Walking Dead. <laughs> living in a, living <laughs> in a Walmart. Um, and also, I mean, some of those Walmarts have McDonald's in them as well. And, and Subway's. 
and subways, yeah. Because yeah. um, yeah, in the UK, we have some of our Asdas, which is part of the Walmart family, have McDonald's in them as well, but very, very few. Um, and even fewer have subways, but um, they exist as well. But, um, yeah, I think, from, you know, when I've looked, places like Walgreens uh, are, and Publix are more expensive for groceries than a Walmart or a Target. Because they're almost, you know what, I think the best way to describe it, I know you said supermarket, but I, I'd say a Publix or a Walgreens is probably more like a co-op local. Would ya? And a Walmart no, Publix or a Target. Is, no, you wouldn't, you Publix wouldn't is pretty big supermarkets. Walgreens, yeah, some of the Walgreens are more like, more like sort of Boots Walgreens, I think. Yeah,ワールグリーンズ、ファーマシーだ、スタッフ、オーダーストフ、とかいけるサウンドリンクス、アンドスナックスとかポイント、モーストライクメイクアップのファーマシー。え、ワールグリーンズ、ワールグリー
I've been hosting Diz After Dark now for coming up to five years and uh, pretty much enjoyed every minute. But unfortunately, as well as giving up our time to record these podcasts, um, they're not free to host. Um, and, you know, it, all of this stuff does cost money. If you are willing or able to uh, make a donation to help support our podcast, it'd be very much appreciated. If you visit patreon.com forward slash disasterdark, um, and we've got a few tiers there of, uh, of things that you can donate to, and there are some rewards uh, available depending on the level of donation. Um, anything you are able to donate will really be appreciated. Um, this isn't a way for us to get rich and give up our, our day jobs because that's not going to happen. Um, this is purely about making sure that we can continue to make these podcasts going forward. So thank you for your time. Um, hope you've enjoyed this podcast and all our others. And if you can support us, it'll be great. Once again, that website is patreon.com forward slash disasterdark. Thank you. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast.